Welcome to Kip and Mark Discuss Almost Anything. I am Mark. And I'm Kip. And I don't know what we're going to discuss today. Mark, what do you got for me? I have decided to pull up Reddit uh, like we did before when we talked about GameStop. And now we're going to talk about this top story. Kip, do you want to take a wild guess as to what the story is? Uh, I can only assume it is what everyone is talking about right now, which is is uh the young rock on nbc um i didn't realize that was the thing and oh that's a real thing it is not the top story um the top story is and i'm gonna paraphrase this because uh we don't want to get too far into it but basically the massive power outages and snow that is hitting texas right now so right now there are have been a a sweeping inches of snow across texas which does not sound like a lot to two guys who live in new england however when we put it into perspective that they have no infrastructure for this they are dealing with some stuff i saw a uh gif of a guy on a john deere tractor with Mm -hmm. a tv a cardboard box from a tv strapped to the front of it so he basically made his own little plow and he was plowing <laughs> his driveway with it. So, yeah, well, it's just, you know, a TV box is long right. and large and he just strapped it to it. But when cardboard get, gets wet, sure. it just falls apart. Look, he only needs it to clear his driveway. That's true. And and it's an inch and a half of snow. Uh, but it's it's also it's the cold. Yes. It's yes, the cold it that's really. I saw two pictures. Um both involved basically the same thing that a pipe burst because no one in Texas understandably under knows that like you have to keep your heat on above a certain degree. You have to like, we got an email telling right. us to leave the faucets ever so slightly on all of these things. Texas doesn't get that email. So they burst a pipe and then it froze. And in one, it was the toilet had overflowed and there icicles hanging down from the toilet onto the ground regular water nothing foul okay i feel like you really i feel like you missed an opportunity to use the word poopsicle and i just want to point that out i understand but i for accuracy there was no poop so i didn't want to you know provide inaccurate data to our our i'm glad that you're accurate about poop and then the other one was actually a pipe burst in the ceiling and it came down on a ceiling fan and there were icicles hanging off fansicles. There were fansicles hanging <laughs> off the fan. All right. Nailed it. You land, you, All right. You, you did it. You did it, Mark. Good job. Yeah. All right. That's um, been Mark and Kip discuss. <laughs> it is, it is kind of insane though. Thinking back to when I was in, when I was 12, I was in Maryland and we got six inches of snow one winter, and I missed a week of school from six inches of snow. Six inches of oh, snow geez. in New Hampshire doesn't warrant a two-hour delay, like because it, they're so set yeah. for it. There's that infrastructure, so it is unfortunate that right. people in Texas it, are dealing with this right now. Exactly. Yeah, it's all about like uh, precedent and what people are prepared for. People mm-hmm. and and like you said, infrastructure. Like they 
don't have plows, snow plows yeah. in Texas. I'm I'm sure there's a, a couple and a few, and and I know they're bringing in things from outside, but like nobody's got a snow plow just laying around because it's Texas. There's no ice or salt or ice. There's plenty of ice. There's no salt or ice melt available like, because they've it, used it all up in their barbecues heck yeah that dry rub though Mwah, perfect um i saw a great meme of it because it was showing the u.s by temperature and you know the east coast and west coast both had higher temperatures uh especially mid-atlantic and then the entire middle of the country was blue and they're like ah yes the hot pocket paradox because it's scalding hot on the outside, <laughs> but frigid in the inside. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a clever way of mm-hmm. accurately representing what's happening. I feel like the hot pocket is a perfect metaphor for a lot of things. Um, Name one other thing that the hot pocket is a perfect analogy for. Hot on the outside, cold on the inside? Yeah. Me. <laughs> I walked right into that. That's terrible. I can't believe I did that. You really did. Like I set you up. What's nice is, uh, again, as we've established, everyone who's listening to this knows us, so they know what I look like, and they and you, know they that know that you not are true. not hot on the outside. <laughs> Although you've that's been working what, out, that's, as that we was the joke last you week. Stepped <laughs> on my joke. I have been working out. Yeah, that's a callback. They also know that I am very warm on the inside. Sure. This is where you say. What, what, what was that? You are. This is where you say, "Of course, Kip." You are. You are. You are a warm, squishy teddy bear <laughs> on the inside, um, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think not a lot of people yes. know. I think both of us all I deflect a lot, unless you're my fiance. In which case, my fiance knows that I am the squishiest of teddy bears. <laughs> um, but generally, when people are like, "Hey, man, I love you," I'm like, "Yeah, get me more wine," <laughs> and I run away because. If being an Irish Catholic has taught me anything, it's just to stuff those feelings down ah. deep. Just bury them um, and, and hide them under inadequacy. Look, if you take the feelings and put them in a dark, dark cellar, they're like they're like mushrooms, and they and they grow into something that is delicious and completely non harmful, right? Kip, I. I want to pause there for a second. You're saying mushrooms are delicious. I can think of precisely one time you've eaten a mushroom. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do this. I we're mean, doing the mushroom story. I is just that, wanna. I is just that what this podcast has turned into? Making fun of you. I don't have to because you know I'm a warm, squishy teddy bear, and we're both kind, so we're not going to be mean to each other. You tried to tell us that ordering scrambled eggs. And ordering start a at plain the omelet. Start at the was... beginning. So we went to the Cannes Film Festival. Uh, is that and true? When... It is true. It's insane. It shouldn't be true, but it is. Uh, and when we were there, because we were going to be traveling, I try to have a rule that every day I have to try something new. And that's a good rule. I like your rule. It tends to be around food, because if you've seen me, you can tell I love food. <laughs> and so Kip... Much to my surprise, said, hey, you know what? I'm pointing at Kip right now. Me too. Um, And I was very surprised. Pause, pause, pause. Was this, was your mantra specifically about food? No, no, it was not specifically about food. It was about anything. For me, it's about 
Okay, I see, I see. Because I love that idea of like you go out traveling, um, let's say to Texas, since that was our original theme. But um, you go somewhere new and you're like, I'm going to try something new every day. Like today, mm-hmm. I'm going to go bungee jumping. Is that a Texas thing? I don't think so. I, I mean, don't think, I think so. of it Texas as a Texas is very like, flat. You would not want to bungee jump. Oh, okay. All right. I have never been to Texas. So yeah, I, I love the mantra. And so when you brought it up, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm in France. I'm at a film festival. I'm going to try something new every day. And Mark was like, today I'm trying literal snails. I'm going to put literal snails in my mouth, chew them and swallow them, make them part of my body. And to which I said, nay, I don't think that's how food works, but yes. And they were, they were delicious. Uh, Meanwhile, Kip who's on board day one, his Mm -hmm. big exciting thing to try is scrambled eggs. Mm -hmm. Plain scrambled eggs. Look, I'm a simple man, and I enjoy very few foods. I kind of want to digress into uh, the fact that my children are exactly like me, and I hate it. (laughs) Is that okay to talk about? go for it. The fact that I, I am getting exactly what I deserve, uh, I am putting. I am being put through exactly what I'm sure. Christopher just wants thin crust pepperoni from Domino's and popcorn chicken from KFC and plain hamburgers. Basically, the only thing my children will eat without like a fight is you know chicken nuggets, pizza, tacos, and I feel like it's my fault. I'm just gonna say that. Well, Kip. It probably is. No, it's it's absolutely not your fault. It's not. Every single kid does this. Yeah, but I feel like because there's there's a very specific like thing that I went through, and I'm I'm much I'm so much better now. Like Katie makes uh like all sorts of different foods that aren't chicken nuggets and pizza, <laughs> and um. But, but, but very like, she's always like, oh, do you want this? Like, I want to try this new thing. Like, do you, is that, does that sound like something you would like? And I always say, you know what? I trust you now. I trust you to make whatever you want because she's an amazing cook and, uh, anything she makes, I know I'm going to like, um, but that's me now. Me 20, 25 years ago was that looks different. I am having a fight or flight response and I will, I will fight this plate of scrambled eggs before I try and eat it. And I feel like my kids are the same way where they see something that is unfamiliar. No. So growing up, we had a rule which I think if we tried to impl- if if parents tried to implement this rule now, it would be seen as some form of abuse or, uh, un- you know, cruelty to children which is real quick real quick before you go on i just want to let you know that i am recording this conversation i know (laughs) well no my parents my parents loved me but they wanted me to you had to try everything you couldn't say that looks different no thank you you had to try it even if you didn't like it you still had to try it now that said it, yeah. We had family dinners. We would all sit down, and it was, this is what's for dinner. If you don't like it, 
there's mm-hmm. the door, right? So like basically you yeah. would you would eat it or you wouldn't eat. <laughs> um and I like that rule. It, my mom was a great cook. It's not like we ever made anything that was bad. There was one occasion, and it was the one occasion I remember <laughs> in my life of my dad pushing the plate away and looking and saying, <laughs> boys, you don't have to eat that. Um, but it was one time. <laughs> and we, we and of course we bug my mom about it to this day. But yeah, like otherwise it was As is your right. right. Of course, yeah. But yeah, yeah, like what you're talking about is probably the number one anxiety trigger for me when I'm around nieces, nephews, mm. or other people's kids in general is is the well, I don't want to eat this. And the 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 Geneva Convention that is, all right, well, if you take three more bites, <laughs> then you can go. If you eat one chicken nugget, but okay. two grapes. How old are you? Oh my goodness, I get physically uneasy i tense up and i'm just mm-hmm. like i go into dad mode where i'm just like God, j- just eat it <laughs> this is your dinner you will eat it and I'm you will starting, like it i'm starting to think you made the right choice in not having children oh oh i know i've made the right choice <laughs> um my brother's got all the patience for children i do not have <laughs> um I love sure. kids. I like obviously your your son and daughter. I love them. Uh, my nieces and nephews love them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like kids, like the no, there's just all sorts of things about kids that just make me go, mm, not for me. But that's a me choice. That is for me. Sure, I, like yes. I recognize that that is not a common. Well, I think it's more common than we think, but. I'm not it's like, get, yeah, I think no it's kids ever common. for anyone. Okay, Thanos, calm down. <laughs> like, No, yeah, I said I'm not that. Uh, I, I, so I'm right. on board for That's what I mean, is like, I, I, feel like, I feel like there's not a lot of no one should have kids anymore. I'm sure I, there's someone around there. Um, I, I mean, I feel that a way about certain people. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Where you look at them and go, mm, you should not have kids. Oh, no. And usually the people who you don't want to have kids have a have lot of 20. kids. 20. But yeah, there's snow in Texas, and that's weird. <laughs> I talked to I talked to Val about it actually, and she's mm-hmm. she she basically was like, Yeah, living in New England, I was prepared. I had stocked up on right. food. I had been running like she she has no frozen pipes. Meanwhile, there are people who have been without power for 30 hours in the freezing yeah. cold. It's just astounding to think about. Um, but I believe there are some some resources heading that way, thanks to the government. Um, so that's good, I guess. That is good. <laughs> and if you're in Texas right now, and I know you're not. Except because... Val. Does Val listen? I Val, if you listen... Stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, if you're in Texas, stay safe. Stay warm. Boy, that was a downer of Gosh, an ending yeah, for this man, episode. Just... How about we go back to that time we were in Cannes, France? Cannes, Cannes, Cannes. 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 Cannes.